0: you're back
1: and so are we and as you can see it's christmas time at the gorporium
0: yep the christmas spirit has arrived in full swing even the ghosts are getting into it they really are good for them and my christmas present to you is my name it's lily and mine is still bella And we're just two gore whores who are haunted by the ghost of Christmas yet to come.
1: And to help further the seasonal spirit, we watched the perfect holiday movie.
0: Yep, we watched Gremlins. And for Bella, it was her very first time. Don't judge me. You can judge her a little bit. I hope you like spoilers. And adorable little monsters. And some that are less adorable. (laughs) Tis the season after all. Let's begin.
1: So, what have you been up to? Me. I don't know why I ask that every single week because it's it's always you. It's always me. (laughs) Um, Well, I came, I went and saw, wait, I came, I saw, I conquered. No, um, I saw our parents, (laughs) mine and Lily's parents, who (laughs) (laughs) are large, triffid-like plants.
0: (laughs) You're just going to say they're large. That's <laughs> like, very rude. They're not giant. They're not a giant and giantess. Or what if they are? What if
1: they're a giant and giantess like, you know, Hagrid? and I was about to say Hagrid. Hag- yeah, Hagrid's parents. Because he has that giant brother, Grobby. <laughs> <laughs> grobby. Why did the word grobby get me? I said it and it cracked me up. Oh, Okay. Things that have happened recently to me um so obviously i've seen our parents and i helped them put up a christmas tree and so every year we have a tradition and this is a hundred percent true fact where we hide the christmas pickle and oh i need a pickle you need a christmas pickle okay the thing is Mum has always maintained that this is some sort of german holiday tradition the christmas gherkin. It is. is it actually it is. It or did she actually. just make it up
0: no it is actually a european okay. tradition oh this my is God. not something that our family has just sort of conjured out of thin air <laughs> so um we hid the she hid the christmas
1: pickle which sounds like a euphemism it is not <laughs> She hid a bauble ornament that looks like a gherkin in the Christmas tree, and I found it because our Christmas tree is white and the gherkin is green.
0: Yeah, it's not a great hiding place. I've got no, to say. No, well, it's
1: okay. It that's fine. It's all right. I found it. Second thing that happened to me last week: I was with my housemates, who, as you guys well know, are small haunted dolls um, that yes, I keep in a spooky are. dollhouse i was hanging out with them we went out for a cigarette and we saw we heard some scrabbling like a little bit of scrabbling not the board Mm -hmm. game scrabble like sort of didn't assume didn't assume board games well you know i just wanted to make sure scratching and that sort of thing and like squealing we looked down at this hole and there's just a big fucking rat (laughs) oh my god <laughs> just hanging out in there and we were like oh wait, what fuck's that and he goes into his little hole we can just see his fat tail hanging <laughs> out in there and it was so nasty i was like what the fuck <laughs> is going
0: on because we've heard it before but i'd never I seen love, it i love a large rat like i I've do. Told you it's about exciting the one when me and Brendan were living in our last house before it bloody burnt down, Ugh. we had that massive rat who used to break my wine glasses almost every day. And eat your candles. And eat my candles. I didn't even know so rats I had-
1: liked wax.
0: And yet... Well, no, I think it's because they were scented. So I had all these candles from Ikea, like an apple-flavoured one and a cinnamon... Well, I don't know, flavoured, but scented. And I would come uh, back out next day and there would just be, like, little bits of wax just fucking everywhere. Turns out rats are just
1: idiots and, like,
0: nice smells. And there'd be just, like, gouges taken, like, huge Eww. chunks and, like, all these little tiny, like, divots, whereas, like, rat paws and rat teeth just... Eating away at these candles Ew. and yeah would just knock my wine glasses on the floor as well because it tried to climb inside to drink the bottom of my like glass and would just like knock it over onto the floor oh, fuck's sake so I would just wake up to like glass smashing and candle scrabbling they were a nightmare but I kind of oh. like <laughs> sort of endeared to
1: them hmm very nice yeah I also have another point that I'd like to talk about, okay. which is wove loves. But I can always save it for later. Wove <laughs> loves.
0: Talk no, talk your
1: heart out about Wov love loves. loves. Okay, let's just let's just have some time in this wove love space. Okay, so <laughs> to anyone who is probably about mine and Lily's age, so born between like ninety five and like two thousand and two, you may have had. What is essentially a rip-off Furby called a Wovlove? But they're much larger. They're much larger. They are like koala-sized. They're huge and not. I mean, I was about to say not as cute as the Furbies, but like Furbies are also not very cute.
0: I I have to say, somehow a little bit cuter. Somehow they endear me more.
1: The issue with the Wovlove is that it had (laughs) it had a little pouch, like a robotic pouch that had <laughs> yeah. that had an egg in it yes and then inside the egg was a baby Wovlove that would sing with its mother once it was born yeah they, they could talk
0: to each other
1: <laughs> i'm starting to realize i don't understand how this technology worked at the time <laughs> but that's fine and so with the wov love oh you had to try and get it to give birth
0: yeah, I mean, and- so basically you'd have to build up trust with the world of love love <laughs> and like, you know, pet it and talk to it and cuddle it and then eventually it would like it would say a certain phrase which basically <sighs> meant like I'm ready to birth my child. <laughs> I'm knocked up. Ew. I'm <laughs> gonna have have a baby now and then you'd have to like coach it <laughs> just
1: giving birth <laughs> to its egg and it, it would take forever process and then sometimes it would just go back to sleep you'd have to start the process all over again <laughs> it would take like five hours oh and my yes God. there is a
0: reset button on the back that would just automatically open the pouch but i wasn't any kind of quitter as a child no i, I like,
1: wanted to I wanted i'm wanted to help gonna her. Get this
0: this wovlove Love out organically. Yeah, I wasn't going to get about to give her a
1: C section.
0: <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Like vaginal birth versus a C. Oh my a God. Scheduled C section. It's
1: awful. <laughs> the reason I bring wovloves Loves up is because. Gremlins make me think of Furbies for good reason. And also, there yes. is asexual reproduction present in the plot of this movie. And yes, I assume is. that is how the Wovlves reproduce. I don't really wish to think about them well, having sexual yeah, the reproduction. Sh- I don't
0: <laughs> want
1: to Ew. contemplate Ew.
0: the reality of that, frankly. Yeah, the babies just kind of come out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, and you They're know, just what like
0: suddenly like in their porch.
1: But if you don't know what a Love is, look it up. They're horrible. Anyways. What have you been up to this week? We've been talking about
0: stupid shit for so long. Well, I have, like, one silly point, and then, like, I've got, like, some a, a more serious point to get on to. That's fine. So, well, my first point's not even that silly, but <coughs> the landlord, our landlord, once a decade, he likes to inspect to make sure that we're keeping up our sort of bargain- of living here and running the shop and everything Mm -hmm. so we've been doing some intense cleaning specifically me and brendan the head in the jar give me
1: give me just a quick like a quick rundown on how exactly brendan the head in the jar has been helping you clean
0: i screw his head onto a roomba (laughs) (laughs) you know what that makes perfect sense
1: that fixes any question i was about to have that's it solved no problem okay good i mean the question is if it's a roomba the roomba can do the work on its own brendan doesn't really need to be attached to the roomba he
0: likes to feel important okay
1: you know what fair enough
0: it's hard being just a head in a jar It is. I can understand that. Yeah. So um, we had to do a lot of cleaning. He was roombering around, you know, dusting, all this kind of stuff. The landlord was very pleased. We've done well. So that was my sort of busy thing for the week is that I just did an absolute mega ton of cleaning, like unbelievable amounts of cleaning. Yeah. And my second point is not really anything that we've been up to It's just that when we introduced ourselves on this podcast i feel like we didn't really get into um identity and representation and all this kind of stuff i think we've sort of alluded to it yeah and i kind of just wanted to discuss how you identify what your pronouns are and all that kind of more specific yeah just so people
1: can know okay as you know, my name is Bella, still, and my pronouns are she, her, and I would say I probably identify as, like, what, a like, queer, probably, is the yeah, best okay. way for, for me to identify. Y- you're interested in all genders. Yeah, yeah, whatever you want to term that as, and I have some mental health issues i don't really know how to describe them <laughs> i just i just do yep yeah various different neuroses also
0: <laughs> ibs <laughs> i think we know at this point oh, in this podcast I talk that you have ibs so much
1: on this podcast it's honestly getting out of Yeah. Hand. whether any of it of even makes talk. it through the cuts
0: i don't know becky's probably gonna have to do like a a multi-cut for the last you know bloopers episode which is just like me talking about poop stories yeah the poop section
1: oh my god deeply embarrassing (laughs) for me what about you your turn
0: right well i'm lily as y'all know really i didn't Um, know that i know shocking Ugh. I use she, they pronouns. I actually prefer they, yeah, but I also don't mind she. I yeah. also don't mind he. I would kind of be pretty chill with any pronoun. I don't like it. Don't call me it. That's but, fair. Um, I'm also bisexual. I like all genders, so by bisexual I mean like... Not limited to one gender, essentially, is my yeah. interpretation of bisexual, personally. That's what I mean with mine, as well, yeah. Yeah, I guess queer, like, works for me, as well. hmm I also have ADHD, so I'm ne- neurodivergent. Very fun and... for you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> ADHD, actually getting an ADHD diagnosis was, like, extreme upside, because- That's good. I was like, why did I struggle so much in school? Oh, got it. Oh, that all starts got to it. add up. But also, like, uh, this year I also got diagnosed with ME, which ME is also known as CFS, which is, so it's um chronic fatigue syndrome, but my specific sort of thing is, hang on, let me just... <laughs> got it written down. It's just a really complicated phrase. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Myalgic insert- Encephalomyelitis.
1: I don't know what any of those words mean. It's
0: a hard one to pronounce. Mm. It's not an easy one because if you say chronic fatigue syndrome, no one takes you seriously. They're just like you're lazy. Yeah. No. If you I know, say the M.E., then people take it a little bit more seriously because it mm. is actually a, it's a neuroimmune condition. So like M.S. Yeah. Except unlike uh, a lot of neuroimmune conditions it isn't degenerative it doesn't get worse as thing as time goes on yeah it goes through swings and roundabouts essentially so it will go through remission and come back again and it's quite cyclical it just depends i personally struggle with it in the regard that i get massive brain fades so i will constantly be walking around the house and just be like why am I here? What am I doing? <laughs> yeah, she's like, "What's going on?" I have to like sit down in a chair when I cook. I yeah. I struggle with it decently. I would re- it is regarded as a disability. When you look up M.A., it says it's a disabling disease. Yeah, it's a neuroimmune disease. It affects brain function, limb function, but it's not so serious. It's like you're not going to die of it. It's not degenerative. So I feel quite lucky in some regards. Hmm. But anyway, I just sort of wanted to talk about being mentally ill, being queer, being disabled, all that kind of stuff. Well,
1: it's it's always nice to have context. Um, for these things because like sometimes you know it may be that i bring up like ocd or something like that and it's always nice to have context diagnosis is what we actually have And you know also it's nice to have you know if people are listening or yes guests at the gorporim might suffer
0: with the same issues and it's always nice to know
1: that there's other people exactly out there.
0: exactly all right any recommendations for this week have you seen anything i actually recently? do have some recommendations for Ooh. once I rewatched
1: "I Saw the Devil" 2010 film, <gasps> Korean movies. Yes. I rewatched it. I watched it with my friend, and it, we started watching it about five a.m. We ended at like seven a.m. because it's two mm-hmm. hours and twenty minutes. Oh my Jesus, god, is it that long? It's so long. It's so long, but like it doesn't <laughs> feel like that long. No, it, it doesn't feel. So good. It doesn't feel long. It's one of my favorite movies of all time, like horror thriller, just a masterpiece it's fucking perfect i don't even know how much to say in case people are gonna watch it but you kind of have to go yeah i don't want to spoil
0: anything but going blind it's amazing however i will say that there is a trigger warning for uh yeah uh, rape content
1: yeah well also gore content yeah, sexual assault content. Yeah.
0: It's it's a very it's a very disturbing movie. Maybe go on um a website called Did the Dog Die it used to just be about whether the dog died. But now, yeah, but now if it has you other like warnings. Yeah, if you search up a movie it tells you whether there's rape in it, whether there's body horror in it. There's like it has a lot of yeah. lists of Uh, subjects that you might be sensitive to. So it's always worth running a movie through that because it doesn't give you really spoilers. No, it just lets you know.
1: Yeah. So yeah, just be careful with that one. But if you are into sort of dark, nihilistic, disturbing movies that have some very fucking amazing action sequences, like fight sequences, get on it. It is an incredible movie. And then my other recommendation is the new Twilight Zone, by Jordan Peele. Oh! I haven't finished it yet, but it is absolutely amazing. Classic, like the Twilight Zone anthology. Each thing is about a different little story, something weird happening.
0: Very, very good. Sweet. So I've got two recommendations, which are actually two movies that came out very recently. Oh, she's right on top of it. It was uh, me and Jenny watched them both the other night. Oh. We watched Freaky. Okay. Which is by the same people who did Happy Death Day.
1: Okay. Is it like a Freaky Friday kind of thing? Is that yeah, what Yeah, it's
0: a bo- oh. it's a body swap. Oh, cool. She swaps bodies one. with a serial killer. Oh, that sounds fun. It was so fun and the kills are so good. Can and we I review really... that <laughs> Can we review that one? oh my god I would love to I really liked it so so much more than I ever thought I was going to the trailer made it look too cheesy and I just I thought it was going to be bad and I adored it so it's like don't judge a book by its cover because I loved it I really really thought it was great awesome okay well that's definitely going on my list to watch And then my other recommendation is The Dark and the Wicked, which is by Brian Bettino, who did The Strangers, which Uh, was our last episode. A lot of people refer to this as Masterpiece. I still personally prefer The Strangers. Okay. Well, that's, yeah, that's interesting. This one... Did it come um, out really recently? It's 2020. Both of the movies I've recommended are 2020, and they came out in the last couple of months. Hmm. But I like The Dark and the Wicked... It, unfortunately, I think revealed too much of the scariness. Like, it showed too much. Yeah. But it was amazing, amazing at setting mood. Yeah. He seems to be very good at that. Twists and turns and unexpected stuff that really blew my mind. It was... There's a lot to love about it, essentially. I preferred Freaky, but The Dark and the Wicked, I also recommend. Yeah. Okay. Shall we move on into tagline and poster? Yes, please. All right. Tagline and poster time. Let's go. So, let me read you these taglines. All right. You ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Cute, clever, mischievous, intelligent, dangerous. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of adjectives.
1: It's a lot of adjectives in one go. I quite like it. I Eh, am upset because eh. I keep looking at the way that it's put on the poster and it looks like it should be like an acronym for something. But all it spells is... (laughs) Which is not a word. In case anyone was unsure about that. It would be more fun if it spelt gremlin.
0: That would be really fun. However, (laughs) you can't have it all. You can't think of anything It's like good rowdy energetic mischievous Mischievous. loving lots of them intelligent nihilistic (laughs) nihilistic (laughs) (laughs) yeah sure I think that works alright and the second one there's not very many uh, taglines for this movie at all interesting what you see isn't always what you get (laughs)
1: <laughs> Why does that remind me of you know Trixie and Katya? You know how Katya always does the thing from Contact or whatever. Oh, no, yeah. it's not. It's not from Contact. It's from Tatiana's performance in like yes. All Stars. Whatever she goes. <laughs> yeah. What you see isn't always the truth, and Katya yes. always does that.
0: That's what was making me think of. I know it was making me think of something. Cause, honey, what you see. Isn't yes, always the truth. It. But it's just about gremlins instead. <laughs> it's not neither of the taglines. It's blow fine me away. They're fine. It's alright. But... What about what about the poster?
1: Okay, so both the taglines. Um the poster, I mean it's I like it's, it. We've seen these before. We've done Chopping More and we've done Night of the Creeps. They both and Black Christmas actually, all very similar in energy, hand painted harsh this lighting is
0: particularly well hand painted though it's
1: it's very nicely painted it's nicely composed the
0: hands and the box and all the little, I, the little gremlin out.
1: hands are very cute the little mogwai hands it's nice i like this poster i think it's it, good it does it for me it works. i think it's cute i think it's cute i want to hold his small fluffy hands
0: I wanna give them little smooches on their yeah. little toe beans. So <laughs> works works for me on many yeah,
1: levels. There we go. <laughs> Makes me want a pet mogwai, which you know should me not too. be the outcome of this movie, but it is. I love Gizmo and he's, he's so, so cute.
0: cute. He's so, so cute. So you know. Alright, um good poster. Enjoyed it. Nice yeah, poster, very very lovely. Mm-hmm. Nice. Shall we get into the meat of
1: it? I think I think we might as well.
0: Number one, you gotta keep him out of bright light. Number two, keep him away from water.
1: It's incredible.
0: And probably the most important thing, don't ever feed him after midnight. Yum, yum. Billy, what are these things? Gremlins. Gremlins is a Christmas horror comedy movie released in 1984, directed by Joe Dante and written by Chris Columbus of the first two Harry Potter movies fame. It is also commonly associated with Steven Spielberg as he was the executive producer. It received mostly positive reviews. <laughs> so, character breakdown. Before we begin, I will list the main characters and the actors who play them and some sort of basic describing. Sentences or words. Zach Gallagher is Billy, who is our protagonist. He's quite cute. He's an idiot as well, and I love him. (laughs) Phoebe Cates Klein is Kate. She's the love interest, his best friend. She's kind of weird vibes, but she's got weird, like, goth vibes. Yeah, nihilism vibes. Corey Feldman is Pete, who is this, like, little neighborhood kid. Dick Miller is Murray, Yay. who's the weird red-blooded Dick neighbor. Miller. He's he's all American, man. How has Dick Miller been in like
1: why is he a recurring character? In my life, this podcast. In my life, <laughs> yeah. like he's just there. <laughs> he's Dick not even really a main up. character
0: in this, but I decided to list him anyway, just because it's Dick Miller. I, just because it's Dick Miller. Yeah, that's fine. I think that's reasonable. Hoyt Axton as Randall, who is Billy's unreliable dad and failed inventor. Frances Lee McCain, who is Lynn, as Billy's mom, and she is a major badass in this movie. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, We've got Polly Holiday as Mrs. Deagle, who is just evil. Polly Holiday is such a good name, I
1: just want to say. It's a great
0: name, but she's evil. Mrs. Deagle, bad. Awful. Nothing good to say about her. Mushroom the dog plays Barney, who is a good boy. <laughs> Mushroom, as all actor dogs are, and Mushroom is a great name for a dog. It it's really is. It's such a is. good dog name. Uh, Frank Welker plays Stripe, who is the sort of evil leader gremlin. If you it's know f- the name Frank Welker is Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo, yeah, that's Fred, isn't it? Yeah, yes. I was gonna say. And <laughs> this finally, last one's my favorite. And finally, it's Howie Mandel as the voice of Gizmo, the <laughs> Mogwai. I don't know why the fact that it's Howie Mandel makes <laughs> no. me laugh. I love that. All right. Our Christmas tale begins with Randall Peltzer, a failed inventor who's desperately trying to find a Christmas present for his adult son, Billy, in Chinatown. He meets a little boy who takes him to his grandfather's Mr. Wing's shop, a spooky little basement shop full of oddities. Whilst browsing Rand, as he calls himself, hears a funny little noise and comes across a small creature in a box. The boy tells him it's a mogwai and Rand tries to give Mr. Wing $200 for it. Mr. Wing turns him down, saying it's not for sale. The grandson, knowing that they need the money, agrees to meet Rand outside with the Mogwai in exchange for the money. Upon handing over the creature, he informs Rand of the three important rules of Mogwai care. Keep him out of bright light, especially sunlight, don't get him wet, and never ever feed him after midnight. We then cut to
1: Rand's son, Billy, and his dog, Barney, attempting to start his car in the snow in order to get to work. His neighbour, Murray, offers to help him and in doing so reveals his xenophobia to the audience. He's a fan of Billy's comics, which is a job he no longer has, which is nice at least, though. Billy and Barney then run through town to get to his job at the bank where, coincidentally, his best friend, Kate, also works. (laughs) But, like... Also, what kind of unrealistic expectation is it to have a high paid bank job within like walking distance at age 22 where like the person that you like fancy also works? Seems unlikely, but I'm happy for him. And you can bring your dog. And you can bring your dog. That's not how banks work, but he does anyway. (laughs) Yeah. He's got his dog there. Unfortunately, that lovely American dream quickly comes to a close when evil Mrs. Deagle, essentially the fucking wicked witch of the West, rocks up <laughs> and she's like, I'm gonna have your little dog destroyed or whatever. Like she's like, I'm gonna, yeah, basically, she's full, full uh, she's Wizard of Oz. Because Barney the dog accidentally destroyed her snowman sculpture, and she says she's going to get the city to kill the dog, or else she'll put him in a dryer on high heat herself. Which you can't do. Is that a big for a dog, move. Um, you cannot do that. I'm sorry, destroying a snowman. That's no. not. Um, that's not allowed. She's also a landlord, so like bad news. Just straight up bad news. Sorry, landlords, but you actually you suck.
0: I don't want him to hear us though. He's conked out with another movie I don't even know if fine. he has ears I think it's probably fine there are um, little holes in the side of his head <laughs> Ew. Um,
1: teeny little, little lizard holes so while Mrs. Deagle is being a right dickhead the dog jumps out at her and tries to bite her but luckily Billy's bosses take pity on him and he doesn't get fired he just can't bring the dog there anymore also, side note why are there so many Christmas horror movie characters named Billy? Silent Night, Deadly Night, Gremlins, and Black Christmas—they're all Billies.
0: And then we also, you know, not Christmas movie, but Scream, Scream. We've got Billy Loomis. I don't know. I just feel like there was a lot of Billies that were Billies Billies hanging horror. around in like the sort of eighties and nineties. What were they yeah. all doing? For sure. Alright, Um, back at the Peltzer household, Billy and his mother Lynn are struggling to use Rand's terrible inventions. He's got like <laughs> this egg-cracking machine oh, with so juicer. Sad. Bless him. He is a nice dad, at least, but I am confused as to how he affords a house this nice. Uh, Rand then rocks up, bringing home this antique sword and an even better present, the Mogwai he has named Gizmo, an adorable white and brown little creature with big ears that I have named my newest gremlin after Lynn then goes to take a flash picture of the creature causing him to freak out and Rand lays down the rules of the Mogwai care very clearly Billy then hangs out with Gizmo in his room in which Gizmo flexes his perfect pitch <laughs> whilst Billy plays on the keyboard like literally eat your heart out Mariah Carey like He's Gizmos hitting hitting, whistle notes like fu- it like it's nothing hitting them highs God I wish no that problem. were problem. <laughs> <laughs> I wish oh, I could so sing talented. half as well as as bloody Gizmo. <laughs> Pete
1: the neighbor kid comes over to see Gizmo, the new mammal that has just dropped. And whilst playing with Gizmo, he accidentally spills a pot of water on him, causing him to screech, ripple, and gurgle and eventually pop out five little like spawns of m- other mogwai from his skin. Amazing... Water based asexual reproduction. Very upsetting. Gizmo does not seem happy about it. One even has a sick mohawk and he looks like one of the lost boys, and he is called Stripe. Gizmo is very unhappy and weeps. And Billy then tells his dad about this, who thinks they might be able to sell Mogwise as like the new family pet because they're so easy to breed. As much as I can see the appeal of that, it doesn't work out very well for long. Um, around the same time the new Mogwais arrive on the scene, they find Barney the dog unharmed but wrapped up in Christmas lights, like hung up. And they blame Mrs. Deagle because she's evil and wanted to kill the dog. But is it her or is it these new little creatures that are here? Billy then takes his Mogwai into school. I believe he's long graduated though (laughs) and he brings him in to show Dr. Hanson who is his old science teacher. He shows how the asexual reproduction works by creating yet another Mogwai which Dr. Hanson keeps to Bad idea. He keeps to observe an experiment on which seems cruel but you know Poor little fluffy guys. It's what it is. After this Billy goes to pick up Kate from her shift at the local bar and he runs into his neighbour Murray who is absolutely wankered goes on and on about how her. foreign people are putting gremlins into machinery and technology to make it faulty and then he gets into like a tractor and drives it away even though he's No, they
0: tell him to walk home. And he does Do they, choose yeah. to Yeah, they, he just choose to walk home but That's good. He, was, he was messed up He was like there's, there's gremlins in your TV and he's just going full he's conspiracy still, theorist no. on them.
1: Oh, Murray then kate has this really weird nihilistic vibe and she gets really dark and like cryptic about why she hates christmas and she's just like i don't know i just hate it it's a horrible time of year like she just but we don't know why she just hates it but not in a grinchy way where she's like i disagree with capitalism in like a i'm really sad way which is weird however she does agree to go out on a date with
0: billy so it all works out well for him good on billy good on billy once again, back at the Peltzer household, the baby Mogwai are begging Billy for food. He checks the time, and it's not after midnight though isn't all time technically after midnight like when is it okay to feed them again i think about this every
1: time someone brings up the gremlins rules it's like time is a circle it's always (laughs) after midnight there's never a
0: time that it isn't after midnight because (laughs) exactly i need i need like a time frame so like okay you can't feed them from midnight till 6 a.m that would work
1: but or just like after midnight, after midnight or sunrise,
0: I think. Yeah, but just that's midnight. After that's midnight, is all the time. confusing. Yeah, that's weird. Anyway, whatever. I would assume it's by sunlight. I guess. I guess. But anyway, he gives them chicken <clears throat> wings. They're having a nice munchy gizmo refuses and continues to just like read his little book in bed in, like a good boy he's a little little smart baby he's so oh, cute he's so smart i love him he's so little and then we cut back over to the school and we can see it is in fact after midnight on the clock it actually says it's nearly 2 a.m meaning the mogwai have somehow tampered with billy's alarm clock the test subject at the school also manages to obtain food Billy and Dr. Hansen wake to find that the Mogwai have turned into strange chrysalis, like cocoons. Also, side note, Rand has taken Barney and gone to an inventor's convention to keep the dog safe from that evil, insidious woman. So they're out of the picture at the moment. And whilst Billy is out, the Mogwai begin to hatch. Once hatched, they are no longer Mogwai, but gremlins. Dr. Hansen calls Billy and tells him to come over because his test subject is hatched. And then Dr. Hansen begins to search for the escaped gremlin in his classroom, eventually locating it under a desk. He attempts to lure it out using a candy bar. <gasps> oh. And what is that sound? It looks like it's kill number one. Dr. Hansen places his hand under the desk only for whatever is underneath to viciously bite his hand... Billy then turns up a little while later, only to find Doctor Hansen half dragged under said desk and with a lethal syringe in his butt, very clearly dead. So when you I really look like up
1: th- the lethal syringe bit, because I'm like, how did the <laughs> how did the gremlin know that I know. what was inside there was just like poisoned or whatever? Because it could have just very well been like saline yeah. solution.
0: Whenever you look up this kill, it just says death by lethal injection
1: <laughs> i'm like but so, why was he just like keeping around like lethal injection i guess stuff. a lot of
0: stuff would kill you
1: if, if you inject it. yeah intravenously or whatever but
0: still maybe lock that shit up i don't know maybe lock that shit up i don't know I, I- i'm remembering smart. doing science now and i feel like we dealt with a lot of fairly like we did have weirdly things. a lot of like
1: dangerous very like, chemicals. poisonous and things. they'd be like oh don't eat this because with... you'll
0: die instantly
1: and instead of me being <laughs> like okay i'll be careful it gave me an anxiety disorder so that's good
0: <laughs> yeah i'm just right. like what if i did eat that accidentally like what if it
1: yeah like stuck i'd have my to my fingernail I'd obsessively wash my hands or whatever before i ate anything it was terrible anyways rip dr hansen billy then goes to call for help but is viciously clawed by the loose gremlin as he does so he then watches as said gremlin clearly perpetually hungry eats glass and everything it can reach on the desk before disappearing into the vents very good very terrare energy yeah (laughs) (laughs) If people know who terare is that will be very funny it probably won't be but that's fine um Billy then makes his way to the nurse's office to banch his hand before he's once more attacked by the same gremlin who throws glass at him before once again disappearing. Billy then receives a call from his mother who hears strange noises in the house and upon investigating finds a bunch of rogue gremlins who have poor little gizmo strapped to a dart sport. Poor little baby! Why do they want to get They're why do so they want to kill Gizmo? To him. Like They're I don't so get bullying
0: it. To him. They're so
1: mean. He's only a little guy. As Billy talks to his mum, the line goes dead, prompting him to run home and her to descend back into the main area of the house, fortunately, armed with a kitchen knife. As she makes her way into the kitchen, she comes across a Grumman eating all of her beautifully decorated gingerbread men. They're just hungry.
0: He just wants a Christmas snack. They are so hungry. Like, that's the only word they can say, just like, mmm, yum, Mm, hungry, hungry. Mm." That's that's all they can say, and you know what, I respect that. Yeah, that's me when I wake up in the morning.
1: <gasps> Uh-oh. It's time for some death. <laughs> As said Greedy Gremlin dives into the electronic mixing bowl to get some more cookie dough whatever lynn sneaks around and turns the device on liquefying the gremlin in a matter of seconds until he's nothing but a green bloody pulp and it's really disgusting you can see his little nasty reptile feet
0: sticking out the top and it's real yeah gross. his feet are the only thing that survive she really Ugh. like liquefies them. oh it's so gross okay <gasps> and what is that noise once again in continuing her Badass style as another gremlin begins to throw plates at Lynn, she grabs the TV dinner folding table to use as a shield. Knife in hand, she then approaches the gremlin fearlessly. Once close enough, she stabs it multiple times to death, leaving it pinned to the chopping board. (gasps) Oh, kill number four!
1: Lynn's badassery is not over. Another gremlin then throws an oven tray at her from behind, so she quickly turns with excellent reaction speed like i would be dead long be before done. this point <laughs> and sprays it with what either seems to be like raid or was like insect repellent or sprayable cooking oil either way it doesn't like that and it's forced backwards into the microwave which she then turns on and explodes the gremlin to smithereens in fact not even smithereens is literally reduced to like atoms like it's just yeah, liquid it's, it's very it's disgusting i'm liquid. sure it smells like hell in that kitchen by this
0: point yeah. Gotta buy a new microwave. Oh yeah. <laughs> Lynn then makes her way into the living room, initially duped by a wind-up robot in a Christmas stocking, uh, that's moving, you know, kicking his little legs around, <laughs> only to be attacked by a gremlin in a tree as the leader stripe watches hiding from a corner. Fortunately, Billy arrives home just at the right moment before this gremlin actually murks her. <laughs> Kill alert! Kill number five! Yes, this is a pretty heavy kill section. Lots of gremlin slaughter. Billy grabs the sword that his father had brought home earlier and swiftly beheads the gremlin that is attacking Lynn, sending its head flying into the fireplace. Despite its head no longer being attached to its body, it takes quite a while to die. It has a lot of hissing and... Snarling, is yeah. it? So I guess melts they away without their like
1: without their bodies for a while, which is yeah. Fun.
0: It's like wasp energy, you know. Like you accidentally behead a wasp, and they just continue to to flutter around. Thing.
1: Yeah, gross. So the leader gremlin Stripe reveals himself from his hiding place, busts through the window, and takes off. Billy knows he needs to take off after him because he will only cause chaos if he's free. So he drops his mum off at the neighbours and ventures out into the snow with Gizmo in his bag. He follows footprints to the YMCA, <laughs> where Stripe is hanging out, and he's attacked mm-hmm. by him. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> young, young gremlin. There's no need to <laughs> feel down. I said, young gremlin. It doesn't work, actually. <laughs> it turns out, That's unfortunately. Fun still. It's still fun. I had a good time.
0: Young yeah, Gremlin.
1: <laughs> right. Uh. He accidentally flings Stripe the Gremlin leader into the pool, which as we know, very Mistake. bad shout from him, upon which he multiplies by the hundreds, and so now there's a fucking army of gremlins. Too he goes many. to the cops who are drunk on duty and largely useless as per usual, and oh boy, here are some gremlins. At least a hundred gremlins are making their way downtown.
0: Indeed, here (laughs) they
1: are. (laughs) The lights are much brighter. Forget all your
0: troubles. I wish. I want to re-soundtrack this movie with songs that I think would suit it.
1: (laughs) Honestly. um, Okay, so the gremlins are making their way downtown to harass everyone they see one of their main victims is crazy drunk xenophobe Murray and his chipper wife. They play on his antenna, forcing him outside, where he then hears his snowplow being turned on, which is a bad, bad sign. The gremlins yeah. bust through the garage door and into the living room. Murray, in shock that the gremlins he's been theorizing about are actually going to kill him. Um, it's very implied in this movie that Murray and his wife are killed. However, um, they're not, we're not including them in the kill count because weirdly enough they return in the sequel alive and well dick miller is not done
0: yeah so in this movie it was very much like they're they done died like, yeah. i almost included them in the kill count but i've seen the sequel and they are and they are in like it. major side characters in the okay. sequel so that they did not die everybody else i've put in the kill count definitely died but okay yeah. that's fine not them We then arrive at evil Mrs. Deagle's house, a huge mansion that makes it abundantly clear that she's not only crazy for cats, she is also a hoarder. It also turns out that beyond hating dogs and the poor, she also hates children, specifically (laughs) Christmas carolers. She refers to them as screechy-voiced little glue sniffers. She then gets a jug of water to throw at the children out in the cold, only to be greeted by gremlins having a sing-song. She retreats back into her house, gets on her stairlift, and attempts to distance herself from the monsters at hand. (gasps) Kill alert. Kill six, seven, and eight. Oh, my God. (laughs) She gets on the stairlift, but the gremlins, being the technological wizards that they are, have rigged the stairlift to go extremely fast. The chair shoots up the extremely long flight of stairs, sparks flying, and when she reaches the top, she is catapulted from the chair through the second story window and out onto the street below, killing her instantly. But what a way to go. I know. And the cops, as mentioned before, witness this, and another man getting attacked who should probably maybe count as a killer I don't think he actually dies, though. I don't know. I don't think so. And they then speed away from the scene, not realizing that the gremlins cut their brake line, causing them to have a horrible car crash in which they flip and drive into a building and all the rest of it, and they both perish. So that's a, a 3 and one Damn. Harsh. Yeah, the gremlins are really murkin people out here. I didn't really realize upon rewatching this movie that there was so much murder in this movie. They just they're they're, they're evil little buggers. Yeah, right. they're going to
1: get ya. We now catch up with Kate at the bar that she like moonlights at. It's not pretty. The gremlins are fucking trashed, drinking, smoking flashing flash dancing gambling anything that is particularly nefarious they're doing it there's even like a weird brooding crying gremlin named bogart who just likes to listen to jazz and cry and lily specifically said that he reminds her of uh tom waits so that's he does that's nice Kate tries her best to fill up the drinks and light cigarettes and just tries to keep them happy. She's a
0: great bartender man. She's like lighting up like five cigarettes on the go and pouring I'm pints pressed. and shots for like a hundred gremlins. Like go Kate. I like how I she just, instead bartender. of like leaving, she was like, I guess I just have to do
1: this now. And she was like, I guess I'm just going to be a bartender for <laughs> like they're definitely for not paying her, but no.
0: she's like, she's, like yes, this, this is, is my fine. job. This is my
1: job. Might as well keep going. <laughs> kill alert number nine
0: there's a lot of kills in this movie man Good
1: lord i oh know gremlin death in a poker game gone wrong featuring a glamorous female gremlin and her bow another gremlin annoys the pair and the male
0: gremlin pulls out a gun and shoots the other through the head <laughs> that really shocked me actually i was watching where that where did he get a gun like, he just blew this other gremlin yeah, away. Yeah, so like, not only
1: do they want to kill humans, they're also trying to kill each other
0: constantly, so that's Yeah, fun. he he blew this other gremlin's brains out, like we I were know. in Legend or, you know, Snatch oh or God. something. <laughs> it's like some sort of, like, British, you know, gangster movie. It's very odd. Playing poker and whatnot. I love that there's always just, like, one female gremlin per gremlins movies who's just like got got, the others under her thumbs yeah (laughs) honestly
1: queen shit I respect her
0: whilst trying to light a cigarette for a certain gremlin who has three cigarettes in his mouth it recoils at Kate's match making her realize that they don't like light she then uses her camera flash to escape by taking constant photos just as Billy pulls up outside unfortunately the car won't start because of gremlin tampering so they then run to the bank where they work now comes the wildest scene in the movie I was wondering who was going to get this section and it's me so (laughs) so this is (laughs) fuck me holy fuck This is why Kate hates Christmas. So, on Christmas Eve, when she was nine years old, she was decorating for Christmas with her mum, and then dad never came home from work. Her mum was calling him, he wasn't picking up, he wasn't back the next day or the day after that, he didn't come home for Christmas, a week went by, just, it didn't look good. It seemed like he'd run off with somebody else. Anyway, it's freezing outside, it's December, whatever. So she lights a fire, dear Kate, and then notices that a horrible smell starts to emanate from the fireplace. So they call the fire department, and the firemen come around, and they were expecting to find a dead cat, dead bird, something in the fireplace. Instead, They find her dead dad in the (laughs) chimney, dressed as Santa Claus. He was going to surprise them, but slipped whilst climbing down. He broke his neck and died instantly. And that's why she hates Christmas. I mean, look, if you're going to have any
1: reason to hate Jesus Christmas, Christ. your dad dying in a chimney is probably quite a good reason. Like why there's did no he way, way I could that, argue though? with that. I'd be like, you know what, fair
0: enough. He could have just surprised them coming in the front door, coming though. through the front door dressed as Santa. Cl- that would have been fine. Down a three-story chimney. chimney. I don't
1: know. It like, seems like a stupid idea. Anyway, what
0: if they lit a fire like there's so many he didn't Ugh. think it through. And he clearly no, he didn't, clearly he clearly died didn't instantly. think it through. Unfortunate. Yeah. Deranged backstory. Gizmo seems to think that it's hilarious because he's kind of like making these little funny squeaky noises. His I can't read what his expression I can't read is doing, what his expression but he's like, ever is,
1: but he's like, he's
0: mm. he's like, bitch, tell another one. Give me some more <laughs> deranged. Give me some more deranged he loves backstory. It. He's like, fucking hell yeah! I just can't believe that they included that story. in That every time I watch this movie, Kate tells back. The, Kate tells the 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 backstory. About her dad slipping and dying, getting stuck in the fireplace with presents in his arms, dressed as Santa. And she's like, that's why I know Santa doesn't exist or whatever. I'm like, this is psychotic. Who wrote man. this? Chris Columbus. I'm going to come for you, man.
1: Honestly, I can't. I don't know why I knew that that scene existed. Like, I just kind of already It's did. very famous. I get, it's, yeah. It's famously deranged. It's very odd. I don't get. I don't know why that i don't know why they did that okay anyways right they then upon going out into the empty street and hearing a noise from afar make their way to the local cinema because they can't see any gremlins on the street so they're like well they've clearly collected somewhere (laughs) so they make their way to the local cinema where all the gremlins have gathered quietly to watch snow white they know all the songs as does gizmo which begs the question do they have a hive mind
0: is this like
1: sense eight
0: yeah well the thing is They've been alive a day. Gizmo's potentially been alive for hundreds of years. years so yeah, have are they leeching off his memories?
1: I guess so. I mean, if they're all reproduced from him, I guess like clones, so. Because there's right? no way
0: otherwise that they would know the songs to stuff. So it begs the question of a hive mind, right? So you know how baby octopuses just take on all
1: the knowledge that their parent octopus had because they I didn't know that. I don't know. Yeah, so about octopus octopi. only live for one year. Um, and their baby Wait, octopus what? take on their RNA, and Didn't it means they live that they short of a time. Yeah, and so it means that they take all of their knowledge that the parent one has learned. So what every generation of octopus gets smarter. That's such
0: a weird thing. that octopi, these really smart things, don't live.
1: Long at all. That's so
0: weird. I think it's it's I think it's so
1: that they can pass on their knowledge. It's like they do it it's almost like a purposeful evolutionary thing so that each yeah, generation it's an evolutionary gets advantage,
0: I guess, like genetically and hereditarily or whatever, but whatever. Ugh, it's weird. Weird to me like what happens
1: in like 20 years when the octopus are really really smart they're gonna take us over they are (laughs) they're already very smart okay anyways
0: i accept our octopus overlords
1: i for one would accept them okay so potentially the gremlins have a hive mind with gizmo we're not essentially we're not hugely sure on that but i would like to know nonetheless um they set a trap i don't know who in the context of this note but I think it means (laughs) Billy and Kate. Uh Uh-oh. Kill alert number 10 slash 100. Yeah, because they kill a lot in one go. Oh so. my god, so many. Billy and Kate open a gas pipe or something to do with the gas mains and then light a rag on fire to go into it like a fuse. Very dangerous, but, you know, respect. And then they run, they make a run for it and trap all the gremlins who are just peacefully watching Snow White inside the building. And once they're a safe distance away, a huge explosion occurs, killing all of the gremlins inside. I, for one, felt terrible for the gremlins. Yeah, it makes me
0: feel really- sad i don't think i'm supposed to have sympathy for the gremlins but, but they did. They i did i did not really like, want, i didn't like when they were like burning snow to white. death they were like you know they were just having their popcorn <laughs> watching like old movies <laughs> and then all of a sudden so they're all sad. on fire oh no i'm i feel like i'm gonna cry because i just you can't you're not allowed to cry about the gremlins but it did make me very sad it did make me it didn't make me sad because they were just having a nice time they just liked watching snow white i don't know what the problem was Anyway, so Stripe has once again escaped, getting preoccupied with the local department store and the candy in its display window a little while earlier. It's now of the utmost importance to stop Stripe before he can create any more gremlins. Upon entering the department store, Billy entrusts Kate with Gizmo, and they also have a little bit of a smooch. Mm
1: -hmm. Kate
0: then makes her way to the control desk while trying to find something to help Billy, but accidentally ends up turning on a fountain, which is not good. <laughs> billy meanwhile makes his way through the toy section clothing section sports section and so on to find stripe only having increasingly violent encounters with stripe that leave billy very bloodied spike even gets a hold of a chainsaw and a gun <laughs> which is a chainsaw bad in combination one
1: hand gun in the other
0: <laughs> yeah what Fair is enough. this evil dad Gizmo is then on a mission, however, in his little tiny toy car that he speeds towards the fountain area in. It is also worth mentioning at this point that Rand and Barney the dog have rocked up at the department store after getting no replies to his calls from his family. Uh, Stripe then begins to open fire on Billy and climb into the fountain. And just as he's about to reproduce, Gizmo rocks up and opens the blinds on Stripe. <gasps> Kill number 11. The bright light then begins to melt Stripe, melting his flesh away until he's just this green slime and bone. He eventually collapses into the fountain. Billy then approaches the fountain where Stripe's skeleton jumps out, momentarily alive, before he continues to melt into a disgusting bone sludge.
1: I didn't know that, like, their bones could melt like that, but interesting. Again, it's interesting gross. development on how I, gremlins I like work. the
0: Gremlins lore. I I want. I more would of like it. to know more
1: about them. I would like I, the like a sequel gives you a little bit biologist more. to be able to tell me what animal they're the most closely related. <laughs> it looked like a cat skeleton. It did. It did. You're right. Interesting. I don't know. I wonder if there's been any research done into this. Right. <laughs> The news blames mass hysteria for like the explosion in the town and the several people who died, even though surely everyone in town saw gremlins, so were hundreds of them. So many. So many. Billy's family is all reunited and Gizmo is being spoiled on the couch. Mr. Wing, the man who owned the shop that they got the Mogwai from in the first place, who unwittingly sold Gizmo in the beginning, rocks up. He speaks to Gizmo in Mandarin. And Gizmo speaks back to him in Mandarin, did yeah, you know? Yeah,
0: so, yeah, Gizmo and, you know, Mogwai is a Mandarin word, so yeah. that's his language, so they yeah. basically just tried to force English on the poor little dude. I know, dude. no wonder
1: he didn't know what the fuck's going on. He's pretty, He did pretty well, though. Mr. Wing picks him back up and puts him in a box to take him away. He cusses them out for being dumb. <laughs> for being dumb and white basically and to be honest he's right for that gizmo stops him before he takes him away because he has something to say to billy and he says bye billy before going away willingly this man essentially says you can have him back when you've learnt." responsibility because this was a mess you have ruined the town i'm going (laughs) to take gizmo away you can have him back when you've learned responsibility which i'm assuming is how the sequel comes about yeah i'm sure mr wing will take good care of him whilst he's gone gizmo and the old man stride away into the distance chatting and laughing a wonderful merry christmas the end yeah
0: So, the good, the bad, and, and the, the gory. gory. <sighs> um, would you like to start us off with a good point? Yes, the animatronics. I'm a huge fan
1: of puppets and animatronics in general. I don't know who made the puppets for this movie. It wasn't the Jim but Henson they are company, are No, but they are very impressive. They're incredible. Like as i say i hadn't watched this film before today um <laughs> and yeah I, like i wasn't necessarily like i mean i knew the puppets were gonna be good because i'd seen photos of them before but i didn't realize how well their facial expressions were gonna work and everything yeah the facial expressions carry a lot of emotion i think especially in gizmo but yeah, you've got ones such too. Big eyes i just you know they're very impressive i love animatronics i just love looking at them i also have a fear of them so that's Something it's to delve love into hate, with
0: in therapy, but that's
1: fine. <laughs> but I I just think that's so cool, and these ones are particularly impressive. I'll, like along with the um, the bits where they get like exploded or
0: yeah, ground very, up. Very very good. Very um, good green blood effects. Practical practical effects. Yeah, they used multiple faces for Gizmo too. So he had multiple heads on that yeah. animatronic, and I think there were several puppets for him emotes. too. Yeah, yeah, he emotes differently and it's very effective. I've got yeah. to say, like, the way Gizmo emotes is a particularly endearing lead character despite just being an animatronic. A little, little puppety like, boy, yeah the, yeah. the range of expression and the voice acting really work to give him a great deal of screen presence.
1: And he's so cute, like... He is adorable and you adorable. love him.
0: He's just a little If you don't think Gizmo's guy, cute you you're wrong like this
1: th- i wrote this down that he's like technically ugly like he shouldn't no. be
0: cute but he's he not, just he, is. he's not even ugly necessarily in the way that et is ugly but no. he's got slightly Grim face. I like, know. Is it you or is it you? Brendan He's really scared of E.T. It's Brendan, isn't it's it? It's Brendan. Yeah. He hates E.T. E. hates, hates E.T. And there's an E.T. like plushie that Stripes is this, hiding yeah, behind. It's that's
1: it's that, Spielberg. E. Spielberg. Yeah. It,
0: okay. Spielberg produced. I and, would say um, it's
1: very similar in vibe to E.T. somehow.
0: I, I get that. I think it's just because it's like an 80s kids movie but that also appeals to adults this is more like this leans more into horror though yeah it does for sure but i mean not for brendan apparently (laughs) (laughs) he just hates et he just hates him um you you go another good point i really fuck with the ending yeah, I think I agree that the with you. ending is great because they don't just end up with Gizmo just because they love him
1: or whatever. Yeah, it's not one of those things where it's like even if you're a bad pet owner, you still get to keep him.
0: No, yeah, it's you very much like that message: like a dog is not just for Christmas; it's for life. Yeah, kind of thing. You're a bad Mogwai owner. You don't get to keep him. Yeah, you failed all the rules. This guy's never failed all the rules. He's kept you know Gizmo safe for potentially all time who knows how old they are yeah and he's done a really good job at it and he loves them and so he's gonna take him back and look after him back at his home because you've because yeah. you fucked but up but he still
1: is like if if you learn you know if you learn respect and um know how to treat a mogwai correctly then you can have him back and i think yeah, that's exactly. fair enough i,
0: I think, think that's, that's very nice. nice from mr wing and yeah, and Gizmo seems really happy to go off with Mister Wink. Yeah, They're chatting like, to each okay. other, yeah, having a laugh as they walk he together calls him down Baba, the street. Which means
1: father in Mandarin. Yeah, they like each other. It's and very think, cute, you know
0: i like it i like the ending that it's not just like oh yeah you get to have whatever you want and yeah. i kind of like that he cusses them out for being <laughs> He's like, you sort of idiots. ignorant you destroyed the town and killed about 10 people probably yeah he was just basically just like you guys don't know how to respect culture <laughs> like he did kind of say that he was like you don't know how to respect culture yeah. And- you're being idiots and you yeah. didn't treat it right and so fuck you and uh yeah, you don't get if you learn you to be better you get to keep him in future but for now i'm gonna keep him and i, I think, think that's th- a good ending it also sets I up like for a nice that. sequel very good yes do you have any other good points I love the score. The score is so good. It is so it's good. It's so good.
1: It's really weird. It's the same way I feel about the chopping
0: mall, like the robots
1: it's, theme in chopping mall. Oh
0: my God. That's so funny because I nearly included that in my uh, synopsis write up. Um, it reminded me the the particular gremlin theme. Yeah, yeah, the gremlin theme when they're doing me mischievous so things. much of the robots theme in chopping Mall, they both slap then yes yeah, and they they both slap and they're just great themes they really stick in your head <laughs> i not it was a really weird score like it's very strange but, but I, what I, I think it's fun is that
1: peter gabriel worked on it now yeah if you know very me in real life you will know how much i like peter gabriel as you should as i should he is the best a genius I love him dearly. I just think it's funny that he worked on this soundtrack.
0: <laughs> I think that's hilarious and <laughs> I just it think it's trash all at the same time. So, overall,
1: between the two of us, I would say we both think the movie has a lot of very good points. It's just really fun. Like there's not anything yeah. specifically that I can unload, but like it was just fun. There was just it like was a lot to short, enjoy. Well
0: framed. The Gremlins were great. The yeah. Gremlins were very funny. The movie as a whole was a very fun time. Yeah. All right. So let's get into the bad. Do you want to start us off on the bad? I would say there is a couple like plot holes for
1: me mm-hmm. that I can't remember. There was one that I. I really thought about it a second ago, and I can't remember now. But um first of all, when can you feed the gremlins? Right? Yeah, that's like, annoying. That, I, wanna, I, wanna I, I, wanna, I want a specific time clear frame. Time frame in which I cannot feed the gremlins. I would like to know because I would want to be a good carer for my little Gizmo. I
0: want to know how yeah, to I look after I, him. I think that I, think I could look, look after enough. a mogwai if I had that rule set in place because gizmo wasn't trying to sabotage anything no he's just a good little guy he just wants cuddles and
1: I read know. a book and stuff he's sweet there was another plot hole that i now can't think of i mean there's a couple of them like why when the Kremlin's are written. in the snow that doesn't count as them getting wet
0: yeah exactly there's not an- you know, they can drink beer. Yeah, does that not count as I'm um, getting wet? I don't know. Is it just pure water? I like, guess. That... I, yeah. There's there's a couple of so issues like that that I would like,
1: like to be explained.
0: Yeah, I want some more elaboration on gremlin lore. Yeah. Uh, What about you? So I think... We have pretty rubbish main characters in Billy and Kate. Like, I quite like Billy. Billy seems, like, sweet. He's fine. He's sweet, but they have zero chemistry together, and all the Mm -hmm. side characters, I think, are, like, a lot more interesting, even if they're not good people. And the effort given to give Kate character development is so (laughs) heavy-handed. Heavily handled. Yeah. And poorly done. Like, her development was an afterthought. Like, the story about her dad is just so ridiculous and jarring. It (laughs) sticks out like a sore thumb. It really uh, divots from the rest of the tone of the movie in this, like, really dark, seedy, like, backstory. But it doesn't do anything to improve her or not improve her. It's not like she she doesn't learn to love Christmas. No, because it almost makes sense.
1: It would be like, oh, like, I have this horrible story yeah, from my childhood, but I've learned to, to love Christmas. Christmas.
0: But she, uh, we don't she get anything. She it's just, just a- has more Christmas-related trauma now. Yeah, and I just don't vibe with any of the the half-ass character development. Like, the dad having shitty inventions. Yeah, see, There's that's something inventions. that I'm Plot hole. Like, where does that come back in? It doesn't, Yeah, really. yeah. What would be really cool is, like, oh, yeah, his his um inventions, yeah, they don't work. But what if they were really good for killing gremlins? Yeah, like, they're what not. if that was a deal? They not But that's use not even them. part of it. No. Because the gremlins that get killed in the
1: house get killed in a microwave, a blender, and...
0: Yeah, and, it's like, just with the nice cooking stuff. You're like that's just normal stuff you have. But it would be really interesting if his like weirdo inventions ended up being really good gremlin killing tools and then that would all tie in Instead, he's just kind of a deadbeat dad who isn't really in the movie. Yeah, it just made me kind of sad. Yeah, it's just a bummer, and he doesn't really come to any sort of fruition. Not one of his inventions takes off. They're all (laughs) shit. They stay shit. And I just don't really get the i don't know i mean it could be that they're setting stuff up for the sequel
1: yeah there's the characters are lacking for sure like i get the film isn't necessarily about characters but it would be nice to have well i guess it kind of is i guess it is character driven
0: you know it doesn't even it's not so much that the character development is bad it's just like don't include it if you can't carry through with it and i must say as someone who's seen the sequel they don't okay (laughs) okay so (laughs) what's the point yeah it just seemed weird it just seemed really weird
1: right (laughs) oh yeah do you want to make the last point
0: yeah okay so i didn't actually hate the gremlins enough to want them dead no it's not like ghoulies where the ghoulies are actively disgusting and horrible and i
1: hate them although i do love quite funny baby I do like soup, soup Baby. The little slimy green little Soup yeah, Baby Yeah, the toad I do quite boy. Like. But the, grum- like the ghoulies in general are actually genuinely very st- A, stupid and mean and will cannibalize people. The gremlins, yeah, well. they just kind of want to smoke cigarettes and go to the cinema. And I'm like, you know what? Fair enough. Good
0: for them. I I relate to the gremlins. That's sort of my vibe too. Like, drinking a lot, smoking cigarettes, going to the cinema, eating like, a lot yeah. of popcorn. What of I it? I get that. I don't know. I just think that you're right. The ghoulies and stuff were, like, a lot more evil. And despite the gremlins killing quite a few people in this, it's like, oh, yeah, someone who was testing on them and then this, like, evil... Rich landlord who threatened to kill a dog, and I'm just sort like, of like, I'm yeah, this xenophobic so dude, and I'm in the bad cops, and I'm just sort of like, eh, I don't know, I kind of wish the gremlins were maybe like, <laughs> just more straight up evil yeah less leaning on sort of a moral scale because i end up just being like oh i wish the gremlins could live i feel like i shouldn't (laughs) want the gremlins to live although i've got to say when lynn kills three in a row in her kitchen that's pretty good that's pretty satisfying but like when they just like body off like, a hundred of them in the cinema when they just wanted to go watch, like, Snow White. I do <laughs> I feel bad. a little bit sad. I'm like, oh. <sighs> they just wanted to go watch Snow White and have cool some popcorn. guys. I feel a little bit bad for them. So I just kind of wish the gremlins were more evil. I don't know. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Do you have any more bad points? Um... Uh, I think we should probably move on. All right. So what the gory...
1: What was your favourite kill? My favourite kill was definitely when they fling Mrs. Deagle out the window. It made me laugh a lot. It's what she deserves. It's very
0: satisfying. I just think it's
1: funny. That she it got in so little, funny. Like, the stair lift and she just goes so fast. <laughs>
0: this, it is! It's how so, I don't, I don't know why house. it's just so
1: funny. It
0: goes on for so long. Like, her <laughs> house must have been like six stories. <laughs> it's
1: a huge house and she's
0: They really, out. yeah, they catapult her. <gasps> she's done for. That's a good death. It's, it's very good. satisfying because she's funny. an evil landlord that's like starving people in the community and stuff. Yeah, she's so. an asshole. Fuck her. Honestly. What's your favorite kill? My favorite kill is kind of between the microwave gremlin or the blender gremlin. They're just both they're very good. Gory, fun kills. And I also just love how what a badass Lynn is because she's know. not the typical horror movie mom where she's like I don't want to get my hands dirty she's like I'm gonna she's murder like, I'm gonna three of these, these gremlins fucking. up she almost I mean aside from the killing all of the ones in the cinema if you as- look aside that hmm. she killed the most gremlins oh like yeah. she just bodied them one after another in very gory fashion and the microwave death is just fantastic so <laughs> it is they're both very disgusting and I love that for
1: them alright Shall we right. move on to our next segment? I think we should.
0: Alright, so now we're on to Ask the Public. Woohoo! Woohoo! In which I go to Amazon and I read well I find the most demented reviews I'm that i can find for these incredibly
1: demented reviews and
0: i read them to bella without her ever having read them nope. before no idea what's about to happen very excited
1: okay so
0: gremlins are destructive deviant creatures <laughs> by badlands okay Gremlins are destructive deviant creatures whose shenanigans border on delinquency more than whimsical. I saw them as metaphors for spoiled deviant kids. The ugliness of the critters is what turned my five-year-old granddaughter off. So the movie was shut down. I mean, what? Like yeah,
1: that's the whole point. That the That's the whole point. The they're awful. Like they're not supposed
0: to be cute. They're horrible ah. little
1: creatures. They're not supposed to be nice and whimsical. <laughs> but it's a horror movie.
0: Yeah. Interesting. All right. Intriguing. Too far out by Anon. <laughs> not a movie for a seventy-five year old couple. We ah! watched three quarters of the movie and had to turn it off. Too far out. Too far out, man. I like when did that review come out? 75 year olds can't hang. It was like 2018.
1: Oh my god. Why? I like how they watched three quarters of it and decided they couldn't even finish it. Like three quarters is like the majority. 75 year olds
0: were seeing gremlins for the first time in 2018. Yeah,
1: I've got many questions about the the circumstances under which that review was made. Yeah. (laughs) But you know. Right.
0: Right. Give me another one pg cussing by fry pg rating cussed in the first five minutes we couldn't watch with our children i remember the movie from a long time ago and i just didn't remember the language <laughs> what cuss word do they use in the first five minutes like damn or something yeah
1: probably something like that something. Jesus Christ! I mean, it's a PG, it's a PG thirteen, so I think you're allowed to swear. Like you're allowed to say like shit. Yeah, yeah you're
0: allowed to reasonably swear, To, like a certain but degree. Like,
1: but, like, but like, oh come I, on now, it's only it's him a, it's saying fine.
0: damn or shit. Like, like get I don't over remember it. them swearing
1: it. They very well may have done. I just didn't even notice because I swear so much that <laughs> like it just yeah, wasn't, well, it just went right past my get head. Get over it, man. Um, but, Chill yeah, out. It also, like. I just think it's funny. I know that this was kind of advertised as a kids movie, but it is also a
0: horror movie. It is very much a horror movie where... You know, our kill count got, like, to 11 or something. That's a lot of people dead, man. I mean, I don't think I would have been... I mean, they flung an old lady through yeah, a window. Exactly. It's, not, it's really, really, like, that kid-friendly. Kid friendly friendly. Friendly.
1: It's a PG-13 because it's not upsetting enough for it to warrant a higher rating. But yeah, also, it was rated a PG-13 in 1984
0: if it was re... It'd probably be a PG now. Like, yeah, get over yeah, yourselves. Your kids know what swears are. It's fine. One star by Kathy. Okay, Kathy. My husband thought it was funny? <laughs> I thought it was gross. Oh my god. Oh, Kathy. Oh no. Is that all <laughs> she has to say? Yeah, that was it. Her husband thought it was
1: funny? Question mark. And she thought question, it was gross. Question,
0: question, question mark. Oh, she was, she's furious about the fact that he found it funny. Yeah, he, she's mad. She did not sleep in the same bed oh, as no. her husband that night. Absolutely that He, he was, was in the funny. doghouse, you can tell. Yeah. For the thing in Gremlins was funny. Oh, my God. Okay. Not a kid's movie, not PG, and definitely not cool <laughs> by Zed. <laughs> By laxed 1980s MPAA standards, this abysmal PG icon of the coked-up 80s comes jam-packed with inept protagonists, racial stereotypes, elder abuse, lewd foreign monsters representing xenophobia and animal cruelty thinly veiled as humor. I grew up with nightmares inspired by this movie, and I honestly don't see how this was passable as a kid's movie. Thanks for nothing, Spielberg wow
1: that is a deranged review of this movie
0: like they made some interesting points actually uh, but the thing is i don't think the xenophobia is viewed positively because they're like everyone who's no. an asshole gets like moaned down yeah like murray so, who, the
1: neighbor who's a ze- who's super xenophobic he's not a nice dude he gets killed he's the butt of the joke yeah he's like an like idiot, every he like, sees
0: a foreign movie on tv he's like foreign movies and he's like my tv's foreign you shouldn't buy a foreign he's like car. it's full of
1: gremlins like he's supposed to be an idiot you're supposed to perceive yeah, him as a stupid exactly. man
0: you <laughs> but i love elder abuse too as if she's not a fucking evil yeah, she's landlord awful. who deserves to get punted out of a third story window elder abuse like no she's an evil evil old hag like that's okay i don't care okay. how
1: old you are if, if you're you going to threaten, threaten to kill, kill my, my dog, dog you're going to go out a window i'm sorry you're going <laughs>
0: to sorry There's no two ways i'm going to throw
1: hands at you also I don't just care the if phrase also the phrase thanks for nothing spielberg is
0: fucking hilarious hilarious like as if Spielberg is going to like, he's going to respond to this man. Go, Fuck, man. Like, Oh my god, I can't believe oh, this. Oh god, this guy.
1: I'll never make a movie again.
0: Yeah, I love how it's like this isn't possible as a kids' movie. And I'm like, no. it's only borderline a kids' movie anyway. Yeah, like, like it's maybe everyone should just stop watching this movie with their kids if it upsets them. So yeah, bad. I think that should be. The I also main... love that people think that this movie is scary. It's like. It's, it's really not. It's really not I can not understand scary. maybe in the
1: 80s if you watched it when it first came out, like as a child. I can understand even why you might be scared. Still, I would judge Things you. Things you watch in your childhood that scared you as a kid, even though they're not technically yeah. frightening, will still
0: deeply affect you for the rest of your life. Absolutely. But the people who've what read, you know, written these reviews are always like, I have watched for the first time. Oh, yeah, and they're still scared of it very strange okay i've got three more three to more rocket through. yeah rattle through them puppet show with no story unfit even for medicated recuperation what by matthew okay matthew wretched trash
1: that's it that's all the so the title was wait go go through the title again for me quickly
0: puppet show with no story unfit even for medicated recuperation i don't know what that means also what's wrong with a puppet
1: show matthew
0: yeah all right um this movie is awful by john <laughs> What an awful movie. I'd forgotten how bad it was until I showed it to my 11-year-old. Once the gremlins come out, it's a horror movie.
1: Yeah, why do none of these people know it's a horror movie? I'm so confused.
0: Oh my god. Alright, final one. Beware if not a fan of scary movies by V. (laughs) <laughs> I admit to not being a horror movie buff because this scared the shit out of me. One star. <laughs> one star! <laughs> star! <laughs> one
1: star because it scared the shit out of her. Gremlins did as an adult. Gremlins? It, it scared the shit out of her, so she gave it one.
0: Star It's comedic. They're little oh puppets. God, How there's not it? even jump scares. What is wrong with you? I'm sorry to judge your fears, but what the fuck <sighs> is wrong with you? Come
1: on now. They're little gremlins. Like what what's what's the deal here? What's
0: scaring the shit out of you so much that I you give know. it one star? What it. star? Oh, it's insane. I would think that having something scare you. And it's a horror movie, technically. You should give it at least three stars yeah, if it's what the shit it's supposed out of you. To.
1: Very odd. Very mm-hmm. confusing. Whatever.
0: Okay. Right, shall we move into trivia? I think we should. So, yeah, let's go into trivia. trivia. Do you want to go first? Dime. I will. I've got
1: a couple little short pieces. So, this is interesting gizmo was the inspiration for the furby a multi-million selling mechanical stuffed animal in the late 1990s so this is why
0: i brought up the wad earlier which
1: was an off-brand furby i didn't think he he was actually
0: the inspiration he was the og
1: man he was the og furby which i think is very interesting my friend actually has a gizmo furby like a phobie that's got yeah. the same like ears and coloring as gizmo, and it's weird looking first of all, but also hilarious. I can see that though I can see where the inspiration is,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely
1: you go give
0: me give me one okay. Chris Wallace suggested they used puppets instead of the proposed stop motion idea. As a compromise, the studio suggested a spider monkey in a suit, which was tested at director Joe Dante's office. The animal went crazy, tearing the office apart and defecating everywhere. Dante screamed at the trainer to get the animal and then asked Wallace, So, puppets? Oh, I I'm was just imagining this little spider monkey dressed up as a grapple and just going,
1: Why did they think that would be a good idea? Mental.
0: Terrible
1: idea. Like it's going ape Terrible shit. idea. Oh my god, that is ridiculous.
0: And in a similar vein regarding, you know, them moving into animatronics, Zach Gallagher recounted in an interview when the movie was made that there's no CGI, so all of the gremlins were animatronics, each costing between 30000 and 40000 American Ooh. dollars. When everyone left for the day, security would have to have everyone open the trunks of their car to make sure that they didn't steal the gremlin. Oh my god, at to be animatronics. fair. Animatronics. I would probably still one of the girls. dollars, insane. Phew. I mean, it that's kind of m- mental. That's this movie was made for puppet. so much money. I mean, it was also the fourth best box office hit of the year. <sighs> yeah, I imagine. So like, it did, it did do well. Yeah, but Jesus good Lord. Christ, Whew. that's a lot of money on these little fuckers, Wee. right? I've got, I've got a little piece of trivia.
1: <laughs> This is not really so much trivia, but I went in the goof section of IMDB, and I don't know I do why goof. the way this was written was just, just like, sending me, because this person seemed very upset for Gizmo. They just said, when water is first spilled on Gizmo, neither Billy nor Pete comfort him, even though he is crying and flailing in clear distress and
0: discomfort. Oh I mean
1: this person is right this person is right they do just leave him but it's just the way that they write it they're just like i can't this is a goof like instead of it being a character flaw they're like this is a goof (laughs) i can't believe they over like they didn't this was an oversight from them
0: (laughs) that's hilarious absolutely absurd poor gizmo okay i've got one After watching Tim Burton's earlier short films, executive producer Steven Spielberg considered him to direct this movie. Oh, that would have been interesting. He decided against it, however, because at the time, Burton had never directed a full feature-length movie. Also, Burton couldn't have done it at the time because he was already directing his first feature-length movie, Pee-wee's Big Big Adventure. Adventure. See? That's a movie that
1: really scarred me as a child. Large Marge. Large Marge Fuck off. I know that's a like trauma for Christ. many children for generations. Yeah, her
0: her but eyeballs my popping out. God is not. Was it horrible? It is freaky. It's made me very scared of truckers ever since. Oh my I mean, I'm scared of truckers anyway, but like Jesus yeah, me Christ. They never end up well in movies and not well portrayed. Okay, I'm gonna give you one more. Chris Columbus's script went through a few drafts before shooting a final script. His original version actually had the Gremlins killing the dog, oh my God. Barney. And cutting off the mom's head and tossing it down the stairs. Like, full horror movie. These elements were obviously never shot due to the fact that director Joe Dante and Warner Brothers wanted the movie to be more family-orientated. Similarly, in the original script by Chris Columbus, it contained a scene where the gremlins attacked a McDonald's where they (laughs) eat
1: the customers instead of burgers. Oh, man, I kind of want both those scenes in there. I would vibe with that. Yeah, I kind of want like a slightly more horror version of this movie. I just think that would be quite fun. I would go for that.
0: Yeah. All right. Give me give me some trivia. Um,
1: the film was released on the same day as Ghostbusters, which was the eighth of June. This is in yes, America, nineteen eighty four. Can you imagine that fucking double bill? I would lose my tiny mind seeing we Ghostbusters and Gremlins in
0: now. one day. Would be the best day. Ever, frankly. So I think Ghostbusters did the second best in box office of that year, and this did the fourth best, so they are pretty tight on each other's heels. Okay. I have a little bit of more trivia. Yeah, please um, hit me with one more. The set for Kingston Falls, which is the town this is set in, is the same one used for Back to the Future, which came out the next sense. year. I can see that. So if you watch Back to the Future, you will recognize basically Everything yeah, in the town. They were totally just decorated slightly differently. Yeah. Huh. Oh, and uh, the Santa <laughs> speech proved to be controversial, obviously. Yep, because it's And bizarre. studio executives insisted upon its removal because they felt it was too ambiguous, uh, whether it was supposed to be funny or sad. Director Joe Dante, however, stubbornly refused to take the scene out, saying it represented the movie as a whole which had a combination of horrific and comedic elements. Executive producer Steven Spielberg did not like the scene, but despite his creative control, he allowed Dante to keep it in because he viewed it as Dante's movie. I think it's very interesting that like Steven Spielberg was like, please
1: fucking cut that. D- and monologue. he's like nope and Joe Dante was like I oh, shall not I will not this is my artistic vision and he was wrong for that frankly he was <laughs> yeah. wrong for that there's no, no two ways about uh, it
0: but yeah okay absolutely it's terrible
1: alright I mean this movie has an incredible amount of trivia so if you guys want to know more just fucking go anywhere on the internet. Like, Google is it. one of our most high-grossing films of all time. There's a lot of trivia for him. It's we don't have time Spielberg for it all. It's a movie,
0: technically. Yeah. There's like
1: 300 pieces of Jesus trivia Christ. on IMDb.
0: We tried to I pick the most interesting ones.
1: I couldn't be... My eyes were getting tired just looking at them. So go see. go see what else you can find. Check it out yourself. DM us if you find anything particularly interesting that you think we might like. Yeah, please
0: do. Alright, um... Scores. scores. Scores time. So, put your critic hat on. What's your critic hat look what, no, like? No, no, you this? go first. What is your, What does your critic hat look like this week? I mean, I
1: actually am wearing a hat as we speak. A real yeah, life hat. Yeah, you are. Um, and it is... Okay, this is an interesting story actually. It is a blue, like, teal beanie that I it's found. It's very Atlantic looking. It's very comfy and warm. This was found in my ex-girlfriend's house outside her door on the floor interesting fine not that weird one of her housemates we guess assumed it was hers however we went and asked her housemates hey this isn't annie's hat whose hat is this and they were like oh i have no idea and she was like oh did you put but did you put it outside my door and they were like no and there was only two of them there, so we have no idea whose hat it is. No one had ever seen it. Turned up outside Annie's bedroom door with like a note that had a little smiley face on it or some shit. Like I remember That's there being a note. That's very
0: disturbing. I'm worried you guys are gonna get murdered now. I have
1: no idea whose hat it is. It's mine now, but I think it's a yeah, ghost hat. I guess. Anyways,
0: yeah. I'm wearing a ghost vibes. hat. You go. I'm wearing one of them rainbow hats that has like the little like a fan on top that you can spin, like oh, those the old timey nerd hats. Yeah, that's my hat that's good. the week.
1: For the week, you're not taking it off.
0: Yeah, no, I it's glued to my head. Like in Waitilda, I have to wait for the super glue to wear off. <laughs> okay, understandable, right? So we both got our critics' hats on. How good yeah, do you think out it is? Of Ten. I'm giving it a seven. I also gave it a seven interesting like i think it's really it's fun it's very
1: fun but like critically there's
0: distinct flaws is it a masterpiece no that's no. kind of a masterpiece it's kind in of a way masterpiece way that it's iconic yeah maybe it wouldn't be, i think maybe it would be less of a masterpiece if there was more christmas horror movies but there's such yeah, a there's limited enough supply though. that we ended up bending over backwards to praise movies that may or may not be perfect yeah no. but a seven i think, I think is, a seven is very
1: reasonable that's a good score so personal preference so personally how much did i just enjoy watching it yeah yeah i how gave that like an eight it? out of 10. Oh, me too wow i think we're gonna have matching scores this week
0: yeah okay so fear factor what are you scared of this week i'm scared of big rats
1: I mentioned it in the chit chat section. That's valid. Big rats in my garden whilst I'm trying to have a nice nighttime drink or whatever, and then just as a rat there. I don't want
0: that. You don't want that. I don't want that. Yeah, you don't want that. You don't want a superhuman British, like a normal rat. No,
1: that's horrible. I'd never want that for myself ever again. they're too large. And out of five big rats, it gets a one. It's not a scary movie, despite what Amazon reviews will have you believe. It is
0: not a scary movie by Pitch, any means. We have the exact same scores. Yeah. One. <laughs> My fear factor for this week is hidden spiders because you just know that I've been cleaning up the garboryum for the landlord, dipping behind curtains, going through piles of clothes, dusty old things. Just the kind of stuff that spiders want to inhabit. So I've been very fearful, like going into old cupboards, pulling shit out to put in the wash and all that kind of stuff just spiders are gonna pop oh, out so we've wait, got exactly no, no. the same
1: score talking about spooky old corners I've just seen a ghost can you describe it
0: oh shit okay come on I, I've i just seen a ghost yeah. and he is sludged into the main room of the gorporium the main sort of video did you use video sludge aisle? as a verb to sludge yes I did Okay, okay that's fine he is like blue jello. Oh. He is kind of all sludged into one. He doesn't have a definitive neck or face. Well, he doesn't have a definitive neck, but he has a definitive face. What does so his face look amongst, like? Amongst all the sludge, he has a very human man face. No, that's he's awful. Got, he's got quite thick lips <laughs> and sort of a teeny nose quite deep set eyes no eyebrows though but he's got like a very definitive man face you know like sometimes you see them little wire haired dogs um, yeah, and they, and have they look little like little people face. faces yeah he's kind of got just like a little man face I don't know why the like- way
1: you described it made me see it as Jensen Ackles from Supernatural
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's not as handsome as Jensen Ackles that from be Supernatural yeah, or would it be good? More- I don't know. That's mm-hmm. more. That's just insulting to Jensen Ackles. I think at that point, <laughs> I'll let the monster fuckers decide. That can be their. That can be their prerogative. Um, <sighs> it's not. For but he's me. just like this big. He's a the big blue okay. sludge, and he's leaving a slime trail everywhere. Gross. But the sludge tends to evaporate behind him. Okay, that's all like, right. Like it doesn't then. last. It's not something you have to clean up. It's more like you see him and you see the slickly like little slick trail. Lingering on behind him, but as he moves, after about ten seconds, it vanishes. Okay. Well, look. As long as I don't
1: have to clean anything up after the ghosts, that's frankly yeah. He's not fine. harmful.
0: He can't. Speak. He's just he kind of weird, a weird little man face. That's and okay. He's all clear, clear slug, blue boy. Gross. Okay. Um. So that's my ghost. That's lovely. The ghost I've seen it this week today even. <laughs> um. <laughs> So your score is also 16 out of 25. So we get a
1: 32.
0: All right. So what does 32 get us? Okay.
1: So let me just do a quick score breakdown. I'm sure if you've listened before, then you'll know exactly what we're talking about. But for new listeners, 0 to 19, a score of 0 to 19 gets fed to the downstairs monster. 20 to 29 is placed on a dusty shelf for someone to find. Um, thirty to thirty-nine gets put on display in the front window, and forty to fifty, a very hard score to achieve, is handed over
0: to the landlord. So this gets a uh, perfect put on display in the front window. Yeah. So it gets and put I next to is trick perfect. or treat and yeah, uh, Other Halloween classics, it seems Like yeah, I think that's a good place for it. No. Pull people in. Yeah. Hopefully, somebody will buy the DVD. I think that makes I'm, sense for it to be there. You know what I mean. I'm happy for that. Let's uh, clear a little space for it. Yeah,
1: that's fine. Shifty around. I think we can probably put it. Yeah, like just next to Trick or Treat because they're both like seasonal yeah, themed holidays. movies. Yeah, they're
0: very seasonal. Let's slot it in right there. Beautiful. Yeah, you know what? That looks good. That looks looks cute. nice there. Happy with looks that. Looks wonderful. So. That brings us to the end of today's Christmas horror discussion. You best run on home and get cosy. And if you don't have anyone to spend the holidays with, Christmas or otherwise, you're always welcome here. Yeah,
1: don't forget to come back next week for our final Christmas movie. And you better bring us some presents. I personally this year would like a hat in the shape of an African land snail. That's a good
0: present. I think so. And I want a string of your teeth to turn Mm. into jewellery. Very beautiful. Stylish. So yeah, get on yanking them out. Well, we're going to be looking
1: very fancy in the new year. (laughs) (laughs) And if you're lucky, we'll get you something too. If you're very lucky. I mean, after all, it's a gift enough just to see us creeping around the Gorporeum.
0: Happy holidays. See you
1: soon.